listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Rob Anderson and Jason Brown. Good Thursday afternoon, gentlemen. Greetings. How are you? Listeners, viewers, hope you're having a great Thursday as well. We are uh, counting down the minutes until our windows in the studio become pressure washed. Yeah, there's a... There's a pressure washing operation <laughs> happening outside. And we're all fairly nervous about it. We should raise those shades and look like we're in a car wash. We could go uh, Micro Machine Man yeah. and just read this script. Like, <laughs> it's got that nice right. gentle hum. It's almost yeah. putting me to sleep. Yeah. I feel a little dirty. I, I just want to stand up by the window and just let them just, you know. Yeah. You know, we when we chose the 2 o'clock time, I don't think any of us thought about the impact of lunch. Oh, like, yeah. Just like that, uh, that uh-huh. afternoon. The lull <laughs> sort after, of lull yeah. that you have, you know. Well, let's liven things up. Come on, we need a coffee sponsor. Yeah. That's what we need. We need a coffee <laughs> yeah. sponsor. We do. Yeah, that for would sure. be helpful. Uh, right before we came on air, we were talking about uh, blue. Well, to be fair, I was uh, uh, talking about bluegrass, and yes. you guys were just putting <laughs> we're, up with my conversation. We but, yeah. I was enjoying it, and I'm listening intently. But we were talking about blue. It just seems like fall is that time of year. Um, yeah. to break out the banjos and mandolins and yeah. Anyway, I've been enjoying a lot of a lot of bluegrass, which is yeah. kind of random, but it made me think of um the music selection that Brian was playing at Resolutions uh today and yeah yesterday yeah and everybody uh I think I officially offended Stanley. <laughs> No. Well, yeah. Nice. Well, you know, what's funny about that is you play that music, and I know your intention uh-huh. is for background music. I've, right. I've had this responsibility role before, and you're like, hey, this is just something to, yeah. to you know, kill the awkward silence or whatever. Right. But I went back to talk about a song that was playing and met someone else who was already back there talking to you about another song that was playing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it was kind of fun. But anyway, all part of your, like, role here and, and you know all the different hats that you making wear. new friends just oh i didn't know you liked that bailey mm-hmm. and i stood there and talked about yeah. you know flaming lips and uh yeah. all kinds of bands yeah. like after as a result of that conversation yeah. so have you been to exactly. a flaming lips show i have not i told him i would love to go it's something to behold yeah yeah they they go all out wayne and the wayne and yeah. the guys really they do yeah. put on he a got, show. And the one i saw he got one of those plastic bubbles and was rolling around yeah. out into the yeah. yeah yeah but you've seen him oh yeah at uh jazz fest actually no but it was in new orleans it was at a, a different festival out in front of their art museum and it was uh-huh. we got right up on the stage because this was right after katrina so they were still in kind of recovery mode so mm-hmm. there weren't that many people there so uh-huh. there were actually several good acts playing at that but you could walk right up and i was like this is the way i want to see every festival actually and yeah, it's not, yeah. good for the, not good for the city but <laughs> i want to just walk right up i remember that year um they split voodoo fest in half and had half of it in Memphis. Yeah, at uh, Redbird Stadium, and we went and over actually, for that. Actually, this was a Voodoo Fest. Uh, oh, is that what after it was? The year after that, okay, oh six. They were still slowly moving, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That so I saw the half of Voodoo Fest yeah. with like New York Dolls and yeah. uh, Queens of Stone Age and folks like that. But anyway, it was a strange time, but I got to see some good shows and walk right up yeah. to the stage. So <laughs> yeah, that's nice. that's, that's a lot of fun. 
All right. Well, this is not a music podcast, so I guess yeah. we should move on. But uh, speaking of resolutions, we did wrap that up yeah. uh, around uh, mid-morning today. Uh, it started yesterday morning. Um, but I, I figure resolutions is kind of inside inside talk, perhaps. But, you so. know, to get the big picture, this is the grassroots, the end of the mm-hmm. grassroots policy development effort at, at Arkansas Farm Bureau. It starts out in the counties. It, it goes for several months, and that comes up and they make you know they vote they decide they whittle down they they meet they negotiate they talk yeah and uh this was the result this is sort of how a bill becomes a law you know it starts with an idea at a county at a policy Mm -hmm. development meeting which then goes to the annual meeting in that county and if that resolution passes it comes here to resolutions and is debated or, or or discussed and a committee, a resolutions committee meeting, and then it goes before the entire resolutions committee. And if it makes it through there, then it goes to annual convention. And if it makes it through there, right, then it's policy. And this is a relevant conversation, not only because it's happening today, but that's, you know, we've talked a lot about our ballot issues. And this is exactly how those positions became uh, a thing for Arkansas. It starts with this process and what happened today. So... Yeah, which has been really fascinating to watch. I really, I, you know, I was here last year for it, but I don't know that I knew what I was watching for, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so it's really fascinating to see this year. Yeah. Um, so anyway, good good turnout. It was uh, nice and smooth, too. Yeah. Uh, they got yeah. through business pretty quickly and efficiently. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, if you're, if you're looking to attend um, state convention, uh, certainly, we I guess wrapped up sort of the big bulk of the policy work on that, um, which is coming this right week. up. Speaking of uh, Arkansas Farm Bureau Convention coming right up, yep, uh, at the end of this month and first of December. Yeah, I think Hot it's Springs. I think it's the thirtieth um, through the second. Yeah. I thought I put that in our notes, but um, but yeah, in Hot Springs this year mm-hmm. as it alternates, um, and I think we just announced a, the say the date for that today. Uh, and then next week we'll be announcing our keynote speaker, so that's a yeah, very exciting, big, big moment, and uh, interesting. I think people will be interested in that. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Um, and, but anyway, speaking to those resolutions uh, and the ballot issues, it, it we you do still have time to vote. Early voting yeah. is still open. I believe it'll be open through Saturday. Yeah. And then Monday again, perhaps. Um, I think it does run right up I, until. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. but anyway, for sure this week, yeah. uh, today, tomorrow. Uh, matter of fact, we're going to go vote this evening. But um, anyway, uh, if while you're in the ballot box, if you're if you're interested in Farm Bureau's positions on a few of those uh, ballot issues, uh, it is no on issue one, yes on issue two, and no on issue four. We do not have policy that addresses uh, issue three. So we don't have a, a position there, but again, no on issue one, yes on issue two, no on issue four. And you can visit ARFB.com to see more on those official positions uh, That's right. and some whys and wherefores. But yes, that those are the ones we have positions on and it came through this policymaking process. It starts at the county level. Yep. And don't forget, we also have our resource at archelect.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's always there too. Um, I did make the notes. It did, just didn't translate uh, to my printed copy. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, the only thing I think we left out is the theme, which is make it matter. Yeah. And if you're at mm-hmm. Officers and Leaders, you know that that theme was make it happen. This is the continuation right. of, of, of that. 
Uh, anything else? Well, let's see. We got, uh, you know, the filthy farm jobs. I don't know if, you know, people out there have been seeing those on Thursdays. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the latest season that continues this afternoon. Okay. Uh, I think we have another filthy farm jobs going up, and I believe this one uh, involves bees. Okay. And a well-known local chef here in the yeah. area. So, sounds interesting to me. I think it, it sure will does. be. And they've been pretty uh, spectacular so far this season, I think. They're Bees and a well-known chef. All yeah. right. Well, we'll have to see what that's about. I'm just uh, teasing just enough. I know. I hear you. Dangling it out there so people will, will watch. It'll be on Facebook, by the way. Okay. And YouTube. So. And this afternoon, you said? Yes. Okay. So, if you're listening or if you're watching us right now on Thursday, it's few minutes after two yeah. o'clock if you're listening on friday morning then then it's, it's already, already there. there go see and, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> you watched it already shame on you uh, we're, we're still watching uh looking for additional you know give us ideas yeah oh, for yeah, sure if you got a job yeah for yeah. sure i got asked four times at resolutions yeah. why i haven't done a filthy farm job yet i I just I'm like yeah. we can make that happen. No, 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 no. I like, I just well again. No, he's dodging. I just help. I just show up and, and carry yeah. heavy stuff. Or does pressure washing the Farm Bureau building count? Yeah, yeah. we can get sure. you right out Fil- there on filthy ag-related <laughs> jobs. See, well, it is a good day for it. Just it's spin. Like almost eighty degrees today. So filthy, <laughs> distantly related to agriculture jobs. Yeah, I don't know. you know. Uh, oh, I guess but it's one the opposite of filthy. It's clean. It so. is clean. Yeah. Uh, last week was Ashley King from THV's yes. Divine. Yeah. I know she also DJs at on Alice one hundred seven point mm-hmm. seven in the afternoons and a, maybe another radio station or two. Um, but Ashley was fantastic. She followed our own Austin around. Um, Dealing with some pigs. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty funny. That, yeah. It was. Uh, they both did good. I thought it was great. Yeah. So if you want to learn a little bit about farming and be entertained at the, at, at, in the same time, um, yeah. go check out that series. Well, now it's time to check out some news, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, we have been... Hustling to put the news together yep. this week. Yes, I'll be yeah. honest with you. All right. Well, we'll start with uh, Jackson County. Some news out of Jackson County. Uh, they are working there to address a well-needed issue critical to agriculture. Uh, and this story comes to us from Delta Farm Press and Whitney Haywood. If you're a, a listener to the podcast, then you know we actually gave Whitney some congratulations a few weeks ago uh, when she announced that she was going to be working as a journalist for uh, Farm Progress and, and Delta Farm Press. So anyway, we have the pleasure of reporting one of Whitney's stories. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so grain bin entrapment is a stark reality in agriculture. Uh, those of us who work in the row crop sector certainly know that. Even with strict preventative safety measures, accidents happen, as we've seen a few times already this harvest season. Uh, these entrapment emergencies call for trained professionals with specialized equipment. In northeast Arkansas, a community has joined forces to establish a grain bin entrapment rescue unit. The program is under development and will launch soon to serve Jackson County and neighboring counties in the state. An opportunity arose when Jackson County received funds from the American Rescue Plan. Uh, the Jackson County Quorum Court pledged $75,000 to the program and chose to invest the funding with the city of Newport because out of the fi- out of the 12 fire departments in the county, the Newport Fire Department is the only full-time paid company. I thought okay. that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, according to Hagwood's reporting, reigning... Uh, uh, 
is currently underway for, for training. I'm sorry. It's yeah. currently underway for first responders. Yeah, that we, took them a second to figure it out. It sure did. Know. Why was, would they be raining? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Training is currently underway for first responders with more extensive sessions on the horizon. All firefighters and paramedics uh, employed by Newport Fire Department will be trained. Additionally, at least one volunteer fire uh, firefighter from each of the other 11 stations will receive training. The team has equipped a self-contained vehicle with everything needed for an entrapment emergency. That includes rescue tubes, ropes, harnesses, saws, light systems, generators, and backup batteries. Partnership with the county allows for dispatch of the NFD outside city limits, um, which is Newport Fire Department, sorry, mm -hmm. uh, outside city limits in response to a grain bin emergency. They will respond to any call in the county and be available to respond to emergency calls from surrounding counties. Very nice. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll start off my news today with some uh, an update about farm exports. All right. After hitting a record high in 2022, U.S. farm exports will plateau soon due to worldwide uncertainties. That's according to the USDA's chief economist this week. According to coverage in Successful Farming, the strong dollar and slower economic growth around the globe will be a drag on exports, which are now forecast by USDA at $193.5 billion this fiscal year, down slightly from the estimated record of $196 billion in the fiscal year that ended on September 30th. Mm. USDA Chief Economist Seth Meyer, speaking on a panel at the Farm Foundation Forum, said we're looking again at a pretty flat trade picture in the coming year. And Greg Dowd, chief economist at Aimpoint Research, said farm exports are going to see various serious headwinds in 2023. Mm -hmm. Experts at the Farm Foundation Forum said commodity prices will be volatile due to factors including warfare in Ukraine, inflation, mm -hmm. global economic gyrations. Good word, by the way, gyrations. Mm -hmm supply chain disruptions, potential trade disputes, and damaging weather. Amanda Countryman, associate professor at Colorado State University, pointed to the high price and uncertain supply of fertilizer as a major issue, too, noting this is going to be a tremendous challenge for agriculture. Mm -hmm. Panelists said the drought that, affects, uh, that afflicts the winter wheat crop and shipping on the Mississippi River should lift by springtime, but okay. uh, that's assuming it acts like other La Nina weather events that they've had in the past and weather yeah. patterns, and that's still up in the air. So I think this is the third consecutive La Nina weather yeah. pattern. I was looking at uh, National Weather Service's website last night, honestly, for some data and on this. And um, anyway, well, I've got a trade sort of trade or, or mm -hmm. export story as well. And, and and honestly, picking back up on a topic that we frankly haven't covered in a few weeks. Uh, and that's that grain export agreement with Russia um, that has made headlines this week uh, a couple of times, mm -hmm. frankly. Uh, Russia has agreed to resume a deal that would allow the safe passage of Ukraine crop exports. An abrupt change following them pulling out of, the, out of that same deal just a few days ago this past Saturday. Uh, Farm Progress reports that Russia re-entered the deal after Turkey and the United Nations continued with shipments over Moscow's objections. Uh, the Kremlin's pullout of the agreement this past Saturday sent ag markets into a chaotic roller coaster that first sent prices soaring and ushering in a sharp drop in Chicago wheat features once Russia rejoined the agreement. Uh, grain prices have been volatile over the past few months with speculation over the fate of the deal. Uh, that was set to renew in mid-November. 
according to reporting from Farm Progress, 9.7 million tons of grain and other foodstuffs, um, that is their, mm. their term, um, have been shipped since the deal was agreed. Uh, according to the UN's Joint Coordination Center, no vessels moved on Wednesday. This is yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and an update is expected today. I've not seen that yet. Mm. Uh, ships are only authorized to move during daylight hours, uh, but we will continue tracking the story report back as it develops. Certainly, uh, if there's an update from today, you know, and, and so on, we can bring that back. But So, so far we've had chaotic roller coaster and gyration. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I was talking to Tyler Oxner about this um, at break today, and he, you know, we got we were asked a question about the impact of drought on on the winter wheat yeah. crop and trying to put sort of sense together on that but in the midst of all the drought pressure that we have here in the US you see um you know this yeah. this whole exchange is is right. really making the the markets just there's a lot of bad circumstances wild. out there right yeah. now. And that's, yeah. yeah. So anyway, well let's step away from the news for a bit uh and learn about our annual Farm Bureau membership. Your Arkansas Farm Bureau membership supports our work on behalf of Arkansas farmers, ranchers, and rural communities around the state. From youth leadership programs and academic scholarships to hunger relief and disaster support and much more. You can make a difference and be a champion for your community. Join today at ARFB.com. Did you know your annual $40 ARFB membership contributes to important work being done in your local community? County Farm Bureaus across the state provide support in the way of filling food backpacks for students, providing scholarships, and even taking the time to read in local schools. It's something you'd like to be involved. If that's something you'd like to be involved in, how I had some fun with that one. <laughs> Gyrations. Uh, yeah. Please consider joining or renewing at ARFB.com to support our work in your community. And again, it's, it's very easy. I did it this this year, renewing my membership. I was going to ask. Yep. It's very easy. I got a call from my agent on the 31st that said, hey, have you renewed? Yeah. I said, no, 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 I'll do it right, yeah. right now. And it was. It was super easy. Yeah, very easy. Well, uh, we've had a lot of news lately about USDA funding for major projects, particularly uh, rural broadband. Uh, now we have an announcement related to meat production. USDA Secretary Tom Vilsack announced yesterday that the administration will invest $73 million in 21 grant pro projects through the first round of the Meat and Poultry Processing Expansion Program, or MPPEP. I'm not sure that's easier to say. Actually. Yeah. The move is meant to expand meat and poultry processing capacity, which in turn could increase competition, uh, supports producer income, and strengthen, strengthen the food supply chain and lower consumer costs. That's mm -hmm. the goal here. In addition, there will be an investment of $75 million for eight projects through the Meat and Poultry Intermediary Lending Program, as well as more than $75 million for four meat and poultry-related projects through the Food Supply Chain Guaranteed Loan Program. According to the USDA announcement, the goals of these funding initiatives are to support producer-focused business models, strengthen local and regional food systems, reducing barriers to processing, and restoring jobs in rural areas uh, and supporting family-owned businesses. So, again, that's the goal here, but uh, this week's announcement on USDA funding was focused on the, uh, the meat processing piece. Yeah. Certainly something that was talked about a lot at resolutions. Yes, uh, that is an ongoing and important issue. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right. Well, I'll wrap up my portion of the news today with a rundown of the row row crop uh, row crop harvest progress. Goodness gracious! Uh, as we mentioned last week, you can check off the 2022 Arkansas corn crop. It's in the books. Cotton sped along this week, uh, surging another 18% completed with the total of 87% of the crop harvested. Uh, that puts us well ahead of the five-year average. Farmers un- undoubtedly uh, will be racing to beat the rain forecasted for this weekend. Uh, the peanut harvest is trucking along with 70% completed, and the rice crop is just shy of being done as of Monday uh, this week. Uh, soybeans are clipping along with 88% of the crop harvested, and winter wheat planting is well underway with 48% of the crop in the ground and 22% emerged. Uh, we are following uh, reports of reduced acres due to dry conditions and may have updates for that in the coming weeks. Uh, but for now, the winter wheat seems to be faring uh, pretty well with over what, what has been planted uh, with over 65% rated good to excellent in quality. Now, we did get some drought drought relief with the rain system that moved through the state last weekend uh, with most of the country, or sorry, most of the county burn bans being dropped and drought conditions improving, especially across the southern portion of the state. Um, good news, especially yeah. when you can talk about that with more rain in the forecast coming in late right. tomorrow night. It's been but, drought, drought, drought for so long now. So it's now, we gotta, now we got to focus on that river. Yeah. Well, to close out, I have a little bit of news on farmer policy concerns at the national level. With work already underway on the latest farm bill uh, overhaul, the Purdue University Ag Economy Barometer poll took a look at agriculture policy issues last month. What they found was that more than one in three of the large-scale farmers surveyed for the monthly barometer chose interest rate policy as the most important policy program. Uh, affecting their farms in the next five years. Uh, it was an interesting finding. Second most important was the crop insurance program. Yeah. Uh, and that was selected by 27%, followed by environmental policy at 16%. This week, the Fed announced the fourth rate increase in a row, and investors believe the monthly increases will continue, although maybe smaller, into March, according to CNBC. Mm-hmm. Concern over rising interest rates grew once again in October and is adding to the unease among producers who are worried about its impact on their farm operations, said agricultural economist Jim Mentert. Mm-hmm. Of so that is uh, that is an issue that has popped up over the past year, uh, particularly yeah. um, of strong concern for the next few years. Yeah, it's and it's one of those, you know, oh, sorry. It's one of those where, you know, goodness, there's no really way to win that. I mean, yeah. you know, and gotta, we're hurting because because of inflation, but the only way to, yeah. you know, address inflation. And you've heard that debate start, say, you know, are they going too far? Are they doing yeah. too much? Uh, you know, are we destroying the economy to save the economy? You know, yeah, a lot of ongoing debate there, and we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah, certainly. But, uh, all right, well, that's the news for this I week. I that means. Again, I've, le- I've left everyone bummed out as we're <laughs> walking out. Of but you know what? Yeah. The bright side is the Purdue uh, sentiment survey is the gift that keeps giving. Yeah, man. I, I, you sort of latched onto like, this running, thing. I am running low on something or I can't find. Uh, let me find a survey. Surveys yeah. are the safer. <laughs> well, yeah. that one has been a good one all yeah. summer. Well, and they test, they, you know, they look at different issues, and that's that's what makes it interesting. It's not the same thing over and over again. So Yeah. I hear something that sounds like a snare in my headphones. It's, it's getting closer it's, to It's me. coming, is isn't it? it? Yes. Okay. Yes. I feel like we must rush. Water is coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
right. right. What do you have for us today? Um, I got several. They, um, I didn't. Okay, last week we talked about one of these and uh, threw the hint out there, and you guys guessed this one when it was actually the other one. So, oh. it's so, oh, so that's it. That's it, Rob. That's the it's, question. Oh, that's, you got to get. It is. It is Man, baseball. You're asking me to remember. It is baseball. Ago, it's it's World, right World Series. Who won the World Series in 2016? Oh, okay, so oh, St. Louis Cardinals. The, no, no, this popped up. I, I was flying through O'Hare. Uh, it popped up on Facebook. The yeah, Cubs. The Cubs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all the W yeah, flags yeah, yeah, yeah. were down that. Uh, yeah. you, you know the I the, went up the to, terminal from yeah. Home Alone. All the W flags. Like somebody's pumped yeah. up. I after literally just saw after a hundred eight year yeah. drought. The goat. You know, I should have known that because we I when I, I got to go to a Cubs game that year. Oh, and, really? Yeah, up there at Wrigley, and uh, yeah, that was the year they won. So I considered myself their good luck. Yeah. And yeah. you know, well, that's they the need only, me to come back. That's the only clearly. thing to do. Yeah. yeah, pop culture, back to the future. You know, oh yes, it, it was predicted. Oh, they for, predicted that's it. Right. That's I remember right. that. Man, what a Everything. good movie! This I saw is, where yeah. um, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd appeared together yeah. at an event uh, yeah. a week or oh, two yeah. ago. Yeah, and Michael yeah. talk about Fox heartwarming. Is, yes, yeah, he's really <clears> struggling at <throat> you know with with that uh, disease. Parkinson's. Yeah, but that was a nice nice scene. Yeah. Uh, one that my mom would really love. Um, her favorite movie is The Wizard of Oz. And, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, on this day in 1956, it uh, aired for the first time on television. So, oh, that's that a good the, one. That was a place for years and years because when I was, was. a kid, uh, we would watch it. Yeah, it you was. see it one time a year. That was only only oh, day really? of the year. Yeah, my mom was like, you didn't buy VHS no, right. or whatever. Because I'm old. Yeah. Uh, this is pre- <laughs> All of that, so the network, exactly network network would show up back in yesteryear. Yes, <laughs> that, that was the only day of the year you'd hear my mom saying, "We're watching TV," because <laughs> otherwise it was that's a good one. You know. um, 1992, Democratic politician Carol Mosley Braun became the first African American woman elected to the U.S. Senate. Oh, okay. interesting. So, okay. pretty fascinating. Yeah. Um, here comes the cleaning, by the way. Yes, I, I can. I can feel it. I can hear it. All right, 2014. This uh, building officially opened in New York City. Empire State Building. No. What year? 2014. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, 2014. <laughs> the Empire State Building. For some reason, building. I had 1914. <laughs> yeah. What do they recall the replacement for the? the it, tra- that's it. It's yeah. the One the, World Trade the one Center World World okay. opened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To commemorate, um, I blame anyway, it on the pressure. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't put this one on there, um, but it was. Uh, I just found it fascinating. I don't even remember what year it was, but it was China. Mm-hmm. It was the Great Wall of China? You know, uh-huh. they discovered on this day an additional like fifteen something miles of it. <laughs> Like, just what? out of nowhere. Like, oh, yeah. like, my gosh, this wall's yeah. been here like, the whole hey, time. No we never walked over here. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know? It's, it's, it's almost like they looked over and they're like, you think this is part of the Great Wall? Yeah. This is your, it's, this is hey, your John, reminder. I just was thinking. But, yeah, and, look uh, it up. It's, they were just that, like, yeah, we found 15 miles of this wall. Your reminder that China, <laughs> China is very big. Yeah. 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 yeah no I found it very funny. Yeah, so, yeah that, anyway. is, that is really funny. All right. 
Well, that wraps up the news, but not the pressure washing for yes. this week. Uh, thanks for following along uh, with the Arkansas AdCast. We're very grateful for you taking the time to watch and or listen. And remember, you can catch the live stream on Thursdays, 2 p.m., Facebook, YouTube. Make sure you turn on notifications to get alerts when we go live. Listen to the audio versions on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Arkansas AdCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau and hosted by me, Jason Brown. And Rob Anderson. Our show is produced by Brian Pistol. <laughs> 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 Have a good one, everyone. We'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>